You're listening to The Esoterics Podcast. everyone this is Fiora Elise and this is Joe welcome back to the esoterics podcast how are you today Joe I am fantastic it's sunny and beautiful the skies are blue today it's a good day what about you yeah same it's a beautiful day it's uh Monday but yeah I like my Mondays um I take it I take it a little easy it's been a good day you know what Mondays I was never that person that hated them. I was never like dreading them or whatever. I mean, I I don't think they're as enjoyable now that I have to actually go someplace, you know, mm-hmm. on a Monday morning. But um, but I don't I don't dislike Mondays. It's the start of a new week and it's all that potential. So what's new with you? Oh oh, listen, I have a story. Okay. Okay. Um, this is a story about food carts, crystals. And fucking around and finding out. Oh, okay. All right. So follow along, children. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let me preface this by saying that I have never loved the term Karen, right? In my opinion, it steals thunder from the label that some people actually should have of asshole. And, and I mean, it's true, right? Funny, haha, but really it does. And plus Karen is kind of mean, right? I just think that in, in some other iteration, it would be offensive. I don't know. It's just like. Oh, oh yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Like the term Karen, yeah. like how, where, where do we stop? You know, but, sure. but regardless, I understand mm-hmm. what it is and that it's, um, it applies, but I think a better application is asshole. Like, why yeah. would you even need to replace that? It sucks for a nice Karen. Right. It does. And you know? I know I know a couple nice Karens and I love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's the story. So I went to a local food cart and it is it has a lot of food carts and smack dab in the middle of that food cart pod is a little rock shop. And mm. so I go in and I'm looking at all of the stones and stuff. It's a little higher price than I would pay, but these are legit stones, legit okay. stones. Um, and I ask the owner, um, there's a man and a woman manning the place. Um, or, um, and I asked the man, I said, do you have any cabochons? And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's just the loveliest, most social, just a fun guy. Interesting, really nice to talk to, easygoing. I wasn't like, Jesus Christ, shut up and just, you know, show me the stones. I was actually listening and engaging with him. So I bought a Labradorite that was etched um, with the two half moons and a full moon. Really beautiful. I'm going to make something for myself. Um, All right. So. I'm talking to him and he's, I don't even know how it came up, but I said, I just recorded a podcast episode about fake and enhanced, um, or no, about fake crystals. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. Karen, um, or AKA asshole pops in. Mm -hmm. She wasn't at all kind or in like, you know, inquisitive or whatever. She's like, she's like, what do you mean fake? 
And I'm like, well, enhanced, heat treated, you know, resin. And she's like, we have to be very careful about what you call fake. So I was trying to, I'm like, okay, she's triggered. Seriously, dude, who gets, who gets triggered that easily? Like somebody they don't even fucking know. But I was like, all right. And I said to her, I said, listen, I'm a podcaster. The title was meant to draw attention. Oh my God. That pissed her off even more. Oh my God. <laughs> and she turned into just this big asshole. And her husband was like, I'm so sorry. You'll have to excuse her. She gets very passionate about this. And she's like, yeah, I'm passionate. I mean, she, I was like, oh my God, get the holy water and mm-hmm. get, I mean, she was just angry at that point. All right. So there's a couple things. First off, the, the fucking people who run metaphysical store, short stores here, I've mentioned this before, are assholes. All of them. I have not met one nice one. I've met lovely clerks. But if you own a metaphysical store in this area, the prereq is that you are an asshole. Um, and I'm not trying to say that to start attracting that consistently. Like this, I've been right. to like six, seven, and they're all the same. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people here? Mm. All right. And here's the other thing that I had to point about, out about this lady is that her credentials are littered with the words. And this is her, her website and all the stuff are littered with words like master relationship coach. And then of course the most, most laughable one teacher. You know, hold on while I rewrite your <laughs> rewrite that for you. Because what teacher do you know is like judgy and mean and doesn't let you answer or d- just tries to belittle you and basically condescend to you? Like, I don't know yeah. a teacher that should do that or that would do that. So I was really surprised to see that she had those credentials. Um, I'm just annoyed that she interrupted your conversation, period. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank you. Because you know what he was showing me? Oh, oh my God. Okay, so he was showing me... Um, the biggest piece of watermelon tourmaline I have ever seen in my entire life. And it was the size of a large onion. Okay. And guess how much that sucker cost? How much? I'm not even going to try guessing. Uh, I don't know, like $200. (laughs) I don't know. $5,000. What? Yep, uncut, the natural on tourmaline watermelon. Tur- Remember, that's why I told you that piece of tourmaline watermelon. <laughs> that, tourmaline my, five I said dollar, that is- my five dollar piece of tourmaline. <laughs> I told you that wasn't that real, but uh, it's what- a deal. I got a deal. <laughs> five thousand dollars. Oh my god. Fiora, you would have loved it. It was all natural and had points and clusters and stuff sticking out of it. It's right up your alley. And it was literally these gorgeous bands of green and pink. And, oh, it was freaking gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then he showed me um, a huge piece of natural citrine. Now, remember last week we talked about how... And it's like the, the standard, the citrine that we all know is amethyst that's been heat treated. Mm-hmm. But natural citrine is is amethyst that was naturally occurring um, mm-hmm. because the the earth, like the layers of the earth of the volcano or whatever, excuse me, um, that is what heat treated it. So it comes out of the okay. earth yeah, as yellow. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Now that sucker was about the size of a baseball and that was 2500 bucks. So he showed me his most prized possessions, which I thought was really lovely. You know, because I think he was trying to make up for her jerkiness. (laughs) That would suck to have to be like 
in a partnership or marriage where you have to like apologize for your partner, that sucks. I mean, you know, the crystal store was actually a really cool store. And so I'm a little bit disappointed because I probably won't go back simply because she was such an well, asshole. Yeah. Um, like if I had friends in town and I'm like, Hey, you want to go check out a really cool crystal store? I would take, you know, them there because you know, their towers and points were just beautiful. And the majority of their stuff was natural. It really was beautiful. They were very well, um, you know, educated in, you know, quality crystals. And she did have some other really cool credentials. She was, she's like an advanced crystal master, a certified crystal. So I get why she wants to make sure that people that she comes into contact with are sharing correct information, but you don't do that. You don't just attack somebody as if they're fucking stupid Mm -hmm. before finding out. And so I did the fuck around and find out part is me saying, and I told her, I said, well, I said, you haven't really listened to the episode. So if you would like to listen to the episode and then make <laughs> notes on what things I should, you know, change in my delivery, you are more than welcome. And I didn't even let her, I was like, it's Esoteric's podcast. I was like, fuck you. Listen to my yeah. podcast and then fucking tell me, tell me what I did wrong, you jerk. Yeah, that's a, just the audacity to just have this <sighs> assumption. Like, desk. you're wrong. It's like, no, chill out. You don't even know. You don't know me. She was mean. <laughs> but that's, you know, I just had this conversation with my son last night. Because I, I, I have to constantly remind my kids of this. I think we all need the reminder of, like, when someone is rude to you or mean to you or just ugly to you, that's about them. That is not about nope. you. Yeah. Now, you know me and you know I ruminate, 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 ruminate. And this is the first time I've really thought about it when I was writing the, you know, all of the notes for today's episode, because, yeah. you know, basically that's what I said. I was like, oh, that's about her. That is about her. Like that, that's not me. I'm just this happy person that was in there because I'm like, I just found a crystal yeah. with a moon on it. And I'm like, I want this super overpriced freaking crystal, you know? So all I did was say, hey, I just had a podcast about it. Maybe she's jealous and she wishes she had a podcast. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. She's a jerk. Who she's knows? Karen. <laughs> anyway, so that's the story that I have. <laughs> you know, I always got a bitch about something on here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I encounter. Oh, I had a I had a little bit of a, a racist one, which oh. um, <laughs> um, we went to this coffee shop. Uh, on our way out of the area we were in on Sunday. And it's like this little Italian coffee shop. I found it on Yelp. And we're in there and the guy's waiting on these two customers. The guy who's helping them is a white guy. The couple who he's helping are also white. And then there's my husband and I behind them. And I don't know what kind of conversation he was having with them. But he says something about like, well, you know, if you go to an Asian restaurant and you see a black couple there, that doesn't really mean, that doesn't mean that the food's going to be good. But if you see an Asian couple in there, that means the food is good. And my husband and I just looked at each other and we're like, did he just fucking say what I think he just said? Like, I know where you were going, but you used the wrong example. That is not okay. It was so, we just like looked at each other, just fucking flabbergasted. And, and at that point, he said, he's like, I was just waiting for you to tell me to walk out. And and in that moment, I'm like, OK, like, how do I what do I do? I say anything. Do I? And 
you know what? Like I had just had a really beautiful weekend and a really good experience with friends. And I was at the t- at the point where I was like, it's not my fucking job to educate everyone. It's not my job to correct everyone. And I don't know, maybe if it caught me in a different mood or a different time, I would have. But I'm like, mm, it's not like worth my energy. Ugh, I don't know. I pick and it's choose. Just- I pick and uh-huh. choose, honestly, because, you know, I could get mad all the time. People are just yeah. overtly and blatantly racist these days. I mean, overtly and blatantly. And they do not give a flying buck. Um, and they say things and they're like, they'll look at you like, and? So uh-huh. it's it's like, do you do you fight that fight and fight that battle? And, you know, if, it, if it's somebody that means something to me or if it's a situation that means something to me, a situation, then I then I, I do. I then right. I will say something. But for the most right. part, I'm just like, I just look at them and I'm like, ugh, you're, you're, you're yeah. garbage. You're a garbage human. <laughs> I just, uh, I have to be careful with it. I have that whole um, uh, Mercury and Scorpio. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mercury and Scorpio. And it just like, sometimes when it comes out, it just like, lash. Yeah. just like real rude and really mean mm-hmm. so no, I, I have gotcha. to like I have to like rein it in a little bit sometimes so uh, but in that moment I was like I don't want I don't want to give my energy to this to educate uh-uh. this man like that's not my fucking job uh-uh. I don't know let's let him and, learn the hard way and also like what it's you know he's not gonna he's not gonna care I mean I don't know what it's gonna t- what it takes for people to for like you know for people to, to realize, oh, I need to like pay attention to what I say or how I think about, but I don't know what it is. You yeah. know, is it, is it a boss saying something? Is it somebody that they respect? Is it, but I, but I just, I have to believe as a woman of color, it's not a woman of color saying, I'm sorry, excuse me. Are, are you uh-huh. aware that you're being racist? Because they're right. like, you know, I'm sorry, excuse me. Are you aware that you need to mind your own fucking business or something right. like right. that? Which or, is yeah. what I would say. I felt like that if I had said anything, he was just going to try to backtrack and be like, no, 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 it's not what I meant. Because it's not what he, it's not what he meant, but it's, but it's also like, don't, don't be stupid. Like pick better words, pick better better examples. Don't just talk out of your ass. Don't just. But wouldn't it be funny for you to like, just very quietly and patiently watch him backtrack. And then all of a sudden when you're ready, just yell, scream as loud as you fucking can. Lies. And then just like, see what he does. I, I love to mess with people like that. I'll just post a review on Yelp. Oh my God, right? I saw, What did I see the other day? I, or maybe it was today. It was something how um, people, like people can get revenge by yelping like posting yes. bad reviews on yelp so. yes don't, don't don't fuck with me on yelp i have oh. i have a so i have double digits of reviews that i have written i write good reviews i write bad reviews i am not afraid that, that is where my grammatical power you know comes out is out is definitely on yelp <laughs> like this one lady pissed me off so bad or oh, this was a long time ago and okay so we were shopping for rings we go to this jewelry store it's in like this really nice area of town and it's a it's a really nice shop and i'm in there and my daughter at the time was like three years old 
And she was never, she's not like, she was not a bad kid. She was never like misbehaved or anything, but she's three years old. She's curious. She's stuff three. I mean, come on. Yeah. Two-year-olds yeah. and three-year-olds are the assholes of everyone. <laughs> but, but, but she was good about like, if I, I always had stuff for her, like toys or snacks or whatever. And she just generally, she was just chill. Just give her something to look at, something to play with or whatever. And she, she'll just, you know, sit and do her thing. Um, I don't even remember what happened anymore, but this, it, the man, it was a man who was helping us and he was cool. He was fine. Um, it's like a family owned business. And then the mom comes out and for whatever reason, she just like had it out for like my daughter. And it was like, Oh no, she can't sit there or she can't do this. She can't do that. And I just looked at her. I was like, she's fine. She's not touching anything. She's not doing anything. She's like, Oh, we just can't, we can't have her sit. She was just like sitting on a stool. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't anything like it's not like she was sitting on a vitrine or something that was gonna break. Like I, I don't know. She just really just Overreacted triggered me. Out. Yeah, like don't fuck with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, after that, I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm, we're leaving. Like fuck, you know, fuck your jewelry. I'm not buying shit. And uh, then I wrote like a really scathing good scathing? review. Really, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, a very scathing one star review. And then for like the next, I don't know, six months to a year, all it was was messages from them trying to get me to take down the review. And I was like, no, fuck you. I am not taking it down. I actually edited the review to say he keeps messaging me, asking me to take down my review. And I also reported him to Yelp. Don't fuck with me. Don't. See? If I you pissed me off, you played the wrong one. Sorry, yes. not sorry. This is not the day. Fuck around and find out. Listen, I should yelp this this food cart crystal store. But I liked the guy. The man was so kind and everything. So then you know, say but, that because that's what I that's oh, what I, I do. I'll say like so and so who helped me was great, but their boss was a total jack off and you know and whatever i should you know that's our new that's the new um power scathing reviews on yelp don't test me that's what i'm gonna tell people don't test me because i will go to yelp if you're a business like behave yourself this is why i don't have a business online (laughs) with yelp review (laughs) no see i just wouldn't treat someone like an asshole like i think i have enough empathy for people enough empathy for a mom with a child who's maybe you know like at the grocery store struggling with a kid who's tired and throwing a fit like i would try to help her not look at her in judgment like but i don't know some people are just dicks I mean, I don't have kids, and the last person that I judge are people with toddlers because, t- <laughs> look, the last thing I'd ever want is a toddler. So God bless you, and I send you good good. You're good doing vibes. the Lord's work, raising You're them. doing the Lord, raising the work of child. the Lord, the work of the Lord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so this started off as a, a funny, um, a fun way to – introduce episode 44 also don't cut any of that out it's awesome all right joe what are we talking about today today we're going to dive into part two of the two-part series fakes psychics and scams Uh, last week or last episode before last we talked about crystals and today we're going to talk about uh, fake psychics and scams Mm. (laughs) 
Do you have a personal story? Have you ever been scammed? No, I've never been scammed. Um, and honestly, I go into this in, you know, in a little while, but with all of the psychics that I've worked with, all of the psychics that I've met and collaborated with, I've never, ever, ever met a scammer or somebody that wasn't, that didn't have legitimate abilities. Mm-hmm. It's more that I've met people who um, don't know how to develop or use their abilities or don't have any practices in place. Um, mm-hmm. And so they're just doing, you know, fuck all. It's like, what, what are you doing? Why are you, oh my God, you're going to get possessed, which is, yeah. which is not real. But, you know, I tell them that because it's like, <laughs> I wouldn't do that because you'll get possessed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm lying, you guys. That's not real, but... <clears throat> Uh, what about you? Do you have a scammer story? I mean, other than like constantly being messaged by fake scammers. Yeah. From Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Just just yeah. that. And uh, one time I had a quote unquote free reading, which was then like, which nothing about the reading jived. Like it was like, there's this person and things ended and something, something, something like I was like, yeah, I that's never happened. I've never been in that situation. That. <laughs> I remember you telling me that story and somebody sent you there. Then they sent you back or something like that. Or uh, Then she was like, but I can clear this for you for, you know, $400 or whatever. And I was Ooh. like, mm, no, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, credit to her. She messaged me later exactly at 444 p.m. Like asking me, like, are you sure you're, you know, you know, whatever. I was like, you fucker. Like, you're even, mm-hmm. like, doing the thing, the time thing to think. So make me think, like, oh, she messaged me at this time. Mm-hmm. It means something. <laughs> right. And, and did you say, I, yeah, I'm not that gullible. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Okay, well, Pass. you and I are skeptics on various things. Some things I'm skeptical of, you are not, and vice versa, right? I mm-hmm. believe the Illuminati exists, and you are, like, no, it doesn't. So, whatever. We we agree not to, we agree to disagree, right? Yes. <laughs> but I generally, and I believe you do too, love a good skeptic ideology, right? We tend to be skeptics ourselves with few exceptions. Yeah. It seems like nonsense. If it seems like nonsense, it typically is, right? But there yeah. are exceptions. Yeah. But as a psychic medium, I struggle with psychic skeptics who claim psychics are nothing more than scammers who use mentalism, vague statements and other assorted you know, tricks to steal money and prey on the vulnerable. Like I'm not that person who, who grows up and says, or says, I'm going to be a psychic and I'm going to fuck with people and steal their money. Granted, there are people and we will talk about those people, but for the most part, people just want to, honestly, people just want to learn how to connect with their spirit guides. And if they can, then they want to find a way to do it for a living to help others. That's the general consensus. Okay. Now, psychic skeptics, the reason that they are my least favorite of all um, are all of those reasons. Like they're just, I just, I, I just can't stand these people and I don't give a fuck about proving anything to them. So if they try to, you know, be like, Oh, well, you know, you're psychic, you should know. I'm like, yeah, well I'll cuss them out. Um, like I seriously don't care about that, but many people do care about that. Right. Uh, so all that said, I believe that psychic abilities are legitimate and they're meant to help people travel their human journeys. They're meant to help people find direction, closure, support, clarity, 
hope, peace of mind, all those beautiful things. And I believe that 90% of psychics out there, mediums, intuitives, readers do that. Yeah. I also believe that these people exist on a spectrum like any other ability, right? Some are incredibly talented and others aren't just for any number of reasons. Some are badass and blow you away. Others are unremarkable, just like athletes, just like skilled trades, just like doctors and musicians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. So in all the years that I have been teaching intuitive development and collaborating with other intuitives, I said this earlier, I have never once met a fake or a scammer. However, I have definitely met people who don't know what the fuck they are doing. (laughs) right which is through no fault of theirs they just haven't had any uh um structured learning okay okay i've met people who peddle in fear-based messaging right yes you're you're, you're like this stupid lady who's like you have a curse attached to you yes Mm -hmm. um i've met people who read others through the funnel of their own unhealed trauma or beliefs or fears so oh yeah i've i've happened that's happened to me too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I've met people who create and nurture a dependency on them as a leader, um, you know, and, um, you know, so that people keep coming back. <clears throat> um, this doesn't necessarily make them fakes, but it does make them opportunists. And, you yeah. know, the word that I've yeah. enjoyed peppering this podcast with so much, assholes. Um, <laughs> nurturing a dependency on somebody else as a reader that is the lowest of the low. And that is one of the reasons why I love intuitive development. This class that I just gave, this four-week class, the feedback on it was just remarkable. And people were like, I had no idea that I had the ability to connect the way that I did. And it was simply just teaching them how to connect with Akashic energy. That's it. Yeah. It's empowering. It's so empowering. And you're so empowering. Like that's just, that's why I love learning from you is because that is, that is who you are. That's how you are. You're you're very of that like yes you can do this like you uh, you can do this too and really removing a lot of things like that some people kind of put up in a hierarchy of like oh yeah eventually you'll get there like with time and which is true but it's all that's also like kind of it, it puts you off a little bit and makes something like oh how long is this gonna take but you're not that way you're just like nope. No, you can do this. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, you can do it. You need you need you need a structured process to learn, um, and then you have to commit time to it. You have to develop the relationship. But that's it. That's yeah. all it is. And yeah. um, you know, and the thing is, is that it doesn't stop people from booking with me because ninety percent of people never trust themselves anyway. So you know, <laughs> I, if anything, they I gain their trust by you know they know yeah. that I'm not a scammer or a jerk, and then they book with me. So uh, you know, it's. That's not the reason that I do it, but that's one of the perks. Yeah, yeah. So for this episode, what I want to do is offer both sides of the coin because I do want to point out what those scams are, but I also want you to understand them from the psychic's point of view. Mm. Um, You know, both sides of the coin, what to look for and why it's not necessarily a red flag um, because typically skeptics of psychics and readers have been either burned by someone or they know someone who has been burned or they simply think that they are just super smart. They're just much smarter than everybody else. They just think everybody else is stupid. Um, So, you know, that's what psych skeptics are. All right. So one of the things, the first topic I want to talk about is when a psychic has bad reviews. Uh, Whenever you finish a reading with a psychic, you're given the opportunity to write a review that can help potential clients who may consider booking with them. Listen, you guys, as a reader, Reviews are 
so valuable and helpful and incredibly appreciated. So please take a few minutes to record your experience or even read through the reviews, right? You know, Fiora and I were just laughing about writing a scathing review, um, <laughs> you know, which, you know, I mean, if you have a terrible reading and the person's an asshole, write a scathing review. Um, yeah. But bad reviews might look something like the following, okay? And so that's mm-hmm. why I'm saying, eh, do your research. So first off, yes. somebody says, they seem to take a really long time to answer my questions, okay? Listen, if you're paying for your reading by the minute, and you and I were talking about this the other day. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, a psychic who seems to drag out their answers might absolutely be trying to get more money out of you. They're they're paid yeah. to freaking keep you. They're paid by the minute, right? Yes. <laughs> but real psychics with true gifts will understand what you're looking for. Okay. But we are mind readers. And so we need yeah. to ask questions to make sure we understand the issue that you want to explore so that we can give you insight and advice that's relevant. Okay. For instance, the Akashic records, they're vast. You can't just open it up and say, tell me what I need to know. Uh, if you're, yeah. if you've been a client of mine, you know, that's not how it works. Um, yeah. You know, we'll be there all day. We need specific questions or issues so you can get specific answers. And I can say, if you are booking with a psychic who charges by the minute, then that's a risk. Okay. So don't, I wouldn't right. do that. Look for psychics who give you a set time for a set price. You get 60 minutes with me for a set price. End of story. Yeah. If you want to extend it and there, and you have the option, then that's your choice. That's your choice. But I always let my client know when they have about 10 minutes left so we can make sure they get all their questions answered in the time allotted. Mm. Okay. So stay away from those dollar a minute but that, what you're, you're opening yourself up to getting ripped off yeah i mean i've never done that i've never paid for that but i always no. just assumed that those were fake mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or a scam or whatever like they just you don't have a ton of legitimacy behind them yeah um another bad review might be the advice didn't resonate with me at all mm, okay. all right well that's 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 legit right but yeah. Here's the thing. Readers shouldn't be giving advice. They should be relaying information from spirit or the Akashic records or whatever, right? They're messengers. Readers are messengers. Ooh. Readers are interpreters. We're not advice givers. And some of the responsibility lies on you as the client. If you're not in a receptive state of mind, much of the information that's going to come through isn't going to resonate with you. So honestly, the reader knows very quickly when it's not going well or when the information isn't flowing. And that reader, a legitimate reader, should have an alternative way to relay information, whether they use tarot or numerology, which is what I do. Um, If that information, if it's not flowing and you can sense in the other person that it's just not resonating, if they're saying a lot of no, mm -mm, that's not me, then you Mm -hmm. need to make sure that you have several different methodologies to read a person. Okay. Okay. okay, so if the info isn't resonating, there are there can be several different reasons. It's not necessarily it's that the psychic is fake. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do you think it's possible to t- tap into like? Okay. No, I, I've seen this before. Um, where like okay, and then this girl, I actually had a reading with her, and and she was great. She was like super spot on. But she actually talks about she talked about how she did have a reading with someone, and she gave them information. Like she told them, it looks like there's a third party in your relationship, and this person just did not want to hear it. She was like not. She was not ready for that information. She was like, no, yeah. no, there's no way. Like, and she's like, yeah, I'm just telling you what the cards are saying. I'm not. Mm-hmm. 
like mm-hmm. just <laughs> yeah. and I'm like ooh that's a hard spot to be in and so I think that that is a possible it, it's possible situation yes but there's also you know yeah so that my I guess my question is do you think they could tap into like the wrong energy or well, it's all about integrity, how they're delivering it, right? And there are tons of classes and modules out there about psychic integrity, about ethics in, in being a psychic reader. So I don't talk mm. about death. If I know somebody's going to die, I don't talk about that. And if I know somebody's cheating, I don't talk about that. That's not my business. That's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, whatever. Like, mm. you got to figure that out for yourself. Like, I don't talk about anything. I don't talk about that because, first off, everybody has free will. Second yes. off... If you plant a seed, there are seeds that I do plant, right? Like, oh yeah, you'd be really great as a as, as a business owner. Seed planted. Yeah, right? motivational because it's, seeds. Yeah. Yes, it's positive, it's 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 creative. But the seed planted of you need you can't trust your man, then you know what I mean? Like that's not my business. And yeah. you know what I mean? So <laughs> if you're getting bad information like that, negative information, that's just a red mm-hmm. flag. Like, why are you even why are you giving this person money? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So the advice doesn't well, I think resonate. In this case, this person had questions about her relationship. It wasn't uh, like out of like, so it wasn't like she was asking her about work and then she just brought this and up. She just it gave was it to like, her. That was yeah, that's what the reading was about. The reading uh, was actually about her relationship. Would you yeah. tell someone though? I mean, I always find a way around it. I don't I just stay away from that. I just and it's not lying. It's like <laughs> I I have I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to interpret that, and I'm not going to deliver that. What would you do? I might not say. That, I might not say that completely outwardly. Um. I I would say something more about like follow your gut and follow right? your instincts. Thank and you. And if what something, do you, think? you know, if it if it smells like garbage, it's probably garbage. <laughs> Just saying. if there's flies, <laughs> there's maggots. Yeah, that's all. And uh, that's the advice that I would give you regardless of if you have a reading with me or not. That's right. what I would do. Like, if you ask me, like, I think my boyfriend's cheating on me, I'd be like, mm. mm-hmm. follow your gut and also, like, maybe tune into, like, where is that feeling coming from? Is right. it coming from your past traumas, your past experiences? Right. Are you projecting what other people have done to you onto your new partner? Or mm-hmm. is this partner actually, you know, giving off the vibes? Dude, even if it was you, right? Like, if you're like, I think that, you know, um, Mm -hmm. Mr. Fiora is cheating. And what do you, and I'd be like, all right, well, let's pull some cards. And then if the cards indicated that there was some sneakiness, like the Seven of Swords or something, that there was some sneakiness going on, I'd be like, Faye, look what this card means, right? But I wouldn't be like, oh, yes, this, Madam Cleo says that he, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I I just, I stay away from that. Okay. So yeah, a little, a little like step back, like, Hey, this is what came up. You read into this. Right. Right. Okay. The other thing, another review, a bad review might say it felt like they were guessing, not reading. Okay. Okay. Listen, y'all, we aren't reading from a book. We are getting information from our clear abilities. And if this sounds like guessing, it's because the reader might not be as confident in their own abilities or the information that they're receiving. There are times when even I, you know, will pose um, an information that comes through as a question. 
I'll say something like, you know, it feels like you're actually going to expand or go into a new direction. Is that something that you're, you know, do you know what I mean? Like I, there's so many variables. Um, Another thing to keep in mind is that a psychic is receiving messages, information and messages from spirit via their abilities, not a freaking phone. Um, so what may seem vague can actually be the result of the psychic's ability to receive and interpret information, which I kind of alluded to earlier. But for instance, when I speak with a loved one who's passed over, I might ask for specific information in order to validate to my client that I actually have reached their loved one. But depending on the strength of the connection between myself and the spirit, depending on the age of the spirit, if it's somebody who just passed over, they're not going to be as good as relaying information. Um, yeah or the the abilities that they try to use for me if it might be my you know one of my abilities aren't as strong as the other you know i might only be able to get something like a picture or a word or quote unquote something vague um it doesn't mean i'm fake it simply means i need to try another avenue through which to get information so again there's two sides to every story with this and you know i'm just trying to help yes you know people see the psychic's point of view All right. Another review might say they were just telling me what I wanted to hear. (laughs) Okay. This kind of, this kind of cracked me up a little bit because my question is, um, are you sure? Because I can't tell you how many readings I've done where I've said, I know that's not what you want to hear, but it it happens (laughs) all the time, but it's what you need to hear. Right? So Here's the bigger question. If you feel like you're not hearing what you think you should be, my question for you is, if you feel like you're hearing everything you want and still have a problem with it, why are you resistant to good things happening in your life instead of opening up to them? Yeah. You're telling me, oh, you're telling me I'm going to get a job and and get married and and, and all the wonderful things I've been wanting. And um, I'm like, yes. And you're like, "Mm, I don't buy it. You're just telling me what I want to hear. That sounds like a limitation, right. <laughs> like yourself, like a self-imposed limitation. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, if they tell you what you want to hear, fucking celebrate, man. Like, you know, I mean, your gut is going to tell you if they're fake. There are so many other things that are going to tell you that they're fake. It's not going to be the information that, that you want to hear. So just mm-hmm. forget about that one. Another review was that they talk too much. They talk too much. And so skeptics like to accuse fake psychics of talking a lot instead of letting the, the client talk um, because mm-hmm. that accuses them of like smoke and mirrors deception, right? If, if you can't talk, then, you know, you can't, then you can't be misread or you can't like, I, you can't pick up on bad advice or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that um, that is legit, but again, let's just flip the script a little bit. Um, and you know this, I just want everybody to know, let me explain how fast and hard information comes in during a reading. Oh yeah. It's coming at you, you guys. And if you are a reader, you know what I mean? It is, I mean, you're getting pictures and visions and words and, and, and thoughts, and you're getting all of that. And that all has to then be in a split second, put into some logical form which can then be interpreted interpreted to your client. Mm-hmm. There isn't a lot of room for the other person to talk. And you're not paying me 
to talk. And, and I'm going to be honest, I don't want to hear um, your, um, because <laughs> people talk, they complain. <laughs> mm. I want to mm-hmm. ask you the question, give me the facts. And plus I'm a Capricorn, yes. right? I, that's that's I just get, my nature. Get down to business. Mm-hmm. Right? It's so true. <laughs> Um, so the thing is, is it doesn't matter if you're a psychic and intuitive or a channel, you're experiencing so much energy and information that learning how to slow it all down is a skill. It's learned. And the information that needs to be relayed to the client, it's hard to know what to cover and what not to cover. So yeah. what I can tell you is that your reader should make time to ask you if you have any questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's very difficult for people, especially when they first start out, to stop mid-flow. All that information is coming at you. You can't just stop mid-flow and then say, do you have any questions? And then pick it back up. Right, right. Well, okay, so even like when I had my reading, my Akashic reading with you, and you got to the point where you were going to channel a message, you told me, like, I, you know, I need you to be quiet for this because it's it's a channel that's coming through. Um yeah, I don't expect to, it's not therapy. <laughs> if you're going to psychics and having readings all the time, um, because you're not, you feel like you're not being able to work through your problems, uh, you might need to look into talking to a therapist instead. Right. There's And there's tons <laughs> of therapists out there that are incorporating spirituality. So, you know what yeah. I mean? Pay them. Pay, you know, and, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to be, you know, mean or rude or anything like that or, or sassy. I'm just saying that if you're paying me, you know, 175 bucks, you want to hear what I have to say. I mean, yeah. And if you yeah. have a ton to say, that's great, but it's going to take away from the time you paid for an hour. You you want right. 40, 40 right. minutes of shit or do you want 60 minutes of shit? <laughs> yeah. I just sat there and wrote down notes. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> you are a perfect client. Um, all right, let's see what else do I have to say about that. Um, you know, just make sure that you get some time to, um, to the reading. So usually about 10 minutes left. I say, okay, guys, we have about 10 minutes. What do you want to know? What haven't I covered? Mm -hmm. What information, you know, what do you want to know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Now that leads me to the next one. A skeptic might say, well, if they ask a lot of questions, then they're fake. Listen, questions, asking questions, it is not an indication that a psychic is a fraud. It's not. Psychics use a combination of clear abilities, mediumship, and intuition to answer your questions and guide you. They ask relevant questions to offer guidance that's specific to your situation. Yeah. So, for instance, during an Akashic reading, the way to get specific information requires asking specific questions. The records are not a refrigerator that you can just open up and browse, right? Stand there in a daze <laughs> and browse. Like, right. Those records are a vast amount of information and they require a very specific query, just like Google. Mm. So you can't leave the search field blank if you want specific information in Google and you can't do it with a psychic, you know. Now a skeptic might say, well, if you're psychic, you should know what I want to know. Oh, mm. here we go. Not that not a mind reading psychic. <sighs> We're not a mind reader. <laughs> That's not a you know? And no. again, I'll cuss you out if you say that shit to me. I mean, we can read energy and I can tell when you're lying, but, you know, but I, but I, but I can't like sit there and like read your brain. No. I I mean, even telepaths. I don't know. They're just dumb people. This this is why I don't like say skeptics. They're dumb. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You don't, no one's forcing you to believe. If you don't believe, just go on. 
No. Well, and you know, also with questions, let's talk about how, about how psychic abilities really work, right? How can I read people over Zoom? Um, You know, it's science. When we speak, our vocal cords vibrate and that creates sound waves. Those sound waves carry energy through the airwaves. Psychics read energy. End of story. This is also why questions and listening to our client talk is so important. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see if we got a couple more before we get to the good stuff. Um, they use manipulation and urgency. Yeah, a fake psychic um, may try to control the narrative and lead you to the conclusion they want you to reach, right? Um, a legitimate psychic is going to help you explore the energy that impacts your life. It's going to guide, they're going to guide you through possible outcomes and choices. Scammers will often create a sense of urgency in order to bypass your instincts. Um, you know, so make sure that you um, stay in control of the conversation, you know, take your time, ask questions and avoid being rushed into a decision or a situation. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just say, you know, just say, "Mm, no, I'm not ready to make a decision on that or whatever. Yes. Um, A scammer will tell you that you have to act fast or something bad will happen or you'll miss out. Right. So listen, I, I, both of you and I would, would remind you that we never, ever, ever, ever miss out on what is intended for us. What's meant for us will always find its way to us. No matter what the universe makes sure of that. Definitely. Legitimate psychics never, ever, ever manipulate vulnerable people. And they never ask for money outside of the booking fee ever. Yeah. And that's the one that I've encountered on a few different occasions. <clears throat> is that like here's the reading that I paid for but then here's the added stuff that you need and it's going to cost you thousands of dollars okay so the last sort of potential scam that I want to look at both sides of the coin on is mm-hmm. prepayment skeptics say that um, anybody that asks for money up front is a scam and uh, no. Uh, No. And thank you. And I say many people in the service industry or the service field, you know, especially holistic, um, don't require Mm -hmm. prepayment, right? Some massage therapists don't. My massage therapist didn't require prepayment. Um, Okay. I, however, require the session to be paid for at the time of scheduling for one simple reason. No shows. People would schedule they would be on my books for several weeks which means that that appointment slot was not avail- able to be booked and then yeah. at the last yeah. minute they would cancel meaning that i missed out on a potential slot a potential paying client yes and so yeah. i was like fuck this people are gonna prepay and you know what yeah. i have never had an issue never had a problem um nothing people and very rarely Uh, Before I switched to this business model, I experienced no-shows quite a bit. And since I implemented prepayment, it's very, very rare. Very rare. But, you know, I also make sure that I'm on time. I never cancel unless I have an emergency. And if I have to reschedule and move appointments, it's typically because of a scheduling scheduling snafu or just life in general. So if you hear statements like no reputable service provider will ever request prepayment, know that that is not true. And there's nothing wrong with the practice as it keeps providers from losing out on appointments when clients no show. That's, yeah. that's the only reason. Yeah. yeah. I, I think unless you're doing it in person, I think it doesn't 
make sense to not pay ahead of time because you're not just paying for the service that you're going to receive you're also you're paying to reserve the spot for that time time, and this is showing you're showing that you're serious right like i do this all the time with all sorts of services that i get Mm -hmm. like i Mm -hmm. i do with my massage therapist requires a deposit which that's fine because i'm serious about going i'm and i respect her time Mm-hmm. Um, and this is my way of showing her I'm going to be there. I respect your time. I'm not going to cancel because I know I'm nope. going to lose my deposit if I do. Yeah. So, yeah, it's respect yeah. both ways. Yeah. It um, is respect. It really is. Mine requires um, you have to give your card and she actually puts it on the card. But it, the card is charged after the service. So and if you oh, know, okay. show the charge gets the card gets charged. So. Yeah. All right. So to close it all up, what to look for? with a fake psychic. Legit psychics create profiles. They create websites. They detail their experience. They list their skills, their tools, their reading style. They're open about the methodologies and the modalities that they use, um, the teachers that they've studied with, and the topics that they feel really confident or specialize in advising you on. Okay, they have a solid website or profile. That's a really good indication that you can trust the psychic who wrote it. Okay, again, there's, Um, exceptions to every rule because I'm sure all of the top scammers that we're going to talk about in a minute have had legit websites. So basically the thing is, is that we are drawn to the reader that um, we are meant to work with for whatever reason, whether it's a good experience or a negative experience. Do your research, check your reviews, websites, social handles, referrals, ask friends. Um, You know, we're typically, like I said, we're typically drawn to the intuitives we're meant to work with. So let your higher instincts just guide you to the right person. And it's as simple as saying, okay, spirit, I'd like a reading on this topic. Show me who I can best work with. And just follow the signs, follow the signs, the symbols, the breadcrumbs. Yeah. And be careful with all the the Instagram fakes. Are you going to talk about that? No, please. That's such a good idea. Can you even believe that? Yeah. So the Instagram fakes had a spot, a fake profile. There's a few, there's a few things. So if you already follow, if you notice like you get a new follow from someone you thought you were already following, um, and then you go on to that profile and you see like, oh no, this is not, I'm not following them. Okay. Red flag number one. Yep. Look at the go look up the original um, person who you thought, you know, who you think it is, who it's supposed to be and verify that that's, you know, that they still have their other account, that it's not like mm-hmm. they created a second account. OK, so that's step one. Step two, um, look at their follower count. And if you a lot of times they've gotten smarter because it used to be they'd only have like you know, 50 followers or whatever by the time they got to you. But now they're buying their followers first and then adding like actual people. So they'll already have like a thousand or 2000 followers. Sometimes like they'll buy 10,000 followers. But if you go and you look at their followers, you'll see that they're fake accounts because they're like just, um, uh, user accounts some of them don't even have a user picture or if you click on the account they don't have any posts on the account and like and 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 i'm talking like hundreds of accounts that are like that where they have a single post and that's all it is they're just fake accounts um also if you scroll through scroll through because they're again they're getting smarter so if you scroll through and you look at all their posts and you notice that their posts have been like bulk posted like everything was posted february 9th or something you know like uh, they had like 20 posts on february 9th 
No one fucking does that. No How legitimate person. Time? Yeah, no, nobody does 20 posts in one day. Nobody does mm-hmm. that. That, And if their account only goes back a few weeks, a few days, I've seen some like recently right now we're in March. I've seen some recently that go back as far as January. Um, oh. So they don't, they generally don't stick around for too long, but if it's really fresh and they've bulk posted and these are all red flags of just block them report report it as somebody impersonated somebody you know and then just block them um if you want to take it a step further um i have done this for a friend that got her account um uh duplicated that way and they people they were scamming people with her account was i let the person dm me and then i gave i asked them for a paypal link to send them money and I sent them a dollar so that I could report them to PayPal and have the PayPal account. Shut up. That's genius. So here, take your dollar, but I'm going to shut your entire operation down, bitch. Yeah. And I did that because that was a friend that I, you know, that it was important to me. Yeah. I'm so sorry for that. that. There's a couple people I follow and one in particular, the one that you referred me to, um, she's always complaining and mad and angry because people are always duplicating her account all the time. She even has one now. She's, um, I saw her yesterday and she's like, um, I lost, you know, um, I think she lost like 15,000 followers. She said, because they just kept, she said, so she said, I'm just starting over. I, yeah, and I, I feel so bad the one for where it. they stole her her account and turned it into one of those Bitcoin fake account things. That one, I don't know. They did one to one of the readers. It was yes. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yep. that poor so girl. She's been harassed for months. They stole her account. They they um, hacked her actual account. Oh um, so this is worse. And then they're doing this Bitcoin scam because this is going around too where they'll steal your account and then they'll basically hold you hostage in the way of make this video saying like I just invested $500 and I got $10,000 in my account from so and so like talk to so and so or whatever make this video and we'll give you your account back and they they make the video so that like to your friends it looks legit like you know you're like oh look it's so and so and now she's she's talking about what she just did so now it's like you're more likely to give up the 500 bucks or whatever it is that they're asking for to invest in quote-unquote bitcoin or bitcoin mining or some shit and yeah and you and you don't get your account back and they just continue to post and post until somebody is that why she lost her thousands of followers because she didn't that's how she lost she lost her actual account yeah because she wouldn't make the fake Mm-hmm. Isn't that yep. so? How how did she find me? Because she did friend me. How do you think she found me? She could just go back into her old account and look at her followers and follow off of it. That's how they are doing it. That's how the scammers are doing it. They're just going t- through the original person's account, looking at their followers and following them. Wow. Yeah. My God, who knew like social, I mean, you know, social media is, is, is the, the garbage pail of the, the earth anyway, but <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, what a horrible thing to have happen to you. I can't imagine if I got locked out of like mine, I would be like, okay, um, you know, that sucks. Life's over. Anyhow, yeah. Make sure over, you but... have your two, two factor authentication oh, turned on, on in your everything. settings. Yeah, because that's the one thing that can save you from not having your account stolen. If you yeah. don't, if you don't have that turned on, you're you're at risk. Yeah, yeah, I had a I had somebody copy my account and make a fucking only like a fake OnlyFans page. Oh, the other day. Oh, see, because you to see you're walking around looking all pretty. They're like, we're gonna charge for her to look at her, and then. We- <laughs> 
I cut all these messages. They're like, is this you? I'm like, what? So that's what you get, right? That's what you get I'm for like, being what pretty. The hell? What the hell? I was oh so, my god, these people, they like, piss me off. Alright, let's talk so about some of these scammers. Now, these are not internet scammers. Yeah. These these seem like old schoolers, which I love the old schoolers anyway better because they mm. kind of crack me up. The, the interwebbers are just little losers. But these people, they put some time and energy into this shit. Alright. Yeah. yeah. So these are psychics who are legitimate scam artists. I don't know if they are actual um, psychics. I would assume that they have abilities in order to get into the field in the first place, but who knows? The first one is the most famous. That's Miss Cleo. In the 1990s, Miss Cleo with a Jamaican accent, she invited us all to call me now for free reading. Um, she had her fortune telling tarot cards spread out on the table in front of her. And she tells us the cards will reveal things that you can never see by yourself. So, you know, you gotta call this 800 number for free readings. Right. Well, mm. all the people called her. They called her, but those readings were not free. Callers would find themselves on the hook for as much as like three hundred dollars a call. And wow. the psychic on the other end of the line was not necessarily Miss Cleo. It was Miss Cleo was just an actress from L.A. Okay. Oh. But uh, yeah, she was right in your neck of the woods. But um, she was one of one of many readers who got paid based on how long they could keep a caller on the line. So in um, 2002, the Federal Trade Commission shut the Psychic Readers Network down for unfair trading practices. But get this. Yeah. The owners of that agreed to forgive $500 million in phone charges. $500 million! Wow. And they had to pay a $5 million penalty to FTC. They were raking it in $500 million. Can you even imagine? Wow. Isn't that crazy? Isn't like one of the, the, the richest Kardashian, isn't she makes, you know, like that I a think day. She's or like something. a billionaire. Yeah. yeah, billionaire. All right. The next one is Ask Billy. That was the name of his psychic. You remember these are old school because I think they're yes. way more fun. So they, of yeah. course, they had stupid names. So, the mysterious 2007 death of hedge fund manager and frequent CNBC guest Seth Tobias. He died at the age of 44 and it turned into this sort of tabloid scandal that involved an internet psychic. Okay, so Tobias's wife, Philomena, found her husband's lifeless body faced out in the swimming pool of their Florida home. Um, and he left an estimated um, to be worth as much as 25 million. All right, but he had not updated his will after a previous marriage ended in divorce. And so Philomena's attorneys argued that Florida law entitled her as the surviving spouse to be, um, or to the entire estate. And Seth's four brothers would receive nothing. Okay, well, in walks Billy Ash. He's a California man who claimed to be the Tobias's personal assistant. Um, he told a handful of reporters that Philomena um, confided in him that she'd hatched this plot to murder, you know, Seth by spiking his pasta with the sleep medication Ambien. <laughs> Why pasta? <laughs> and wouldn't it have been easier to spike his wine or something? Right? Like, why pasta? I mean, maybe he liked to cook. I don't know. And then maybe luring him to the suspicious. pool with the promise of three-way sex with a male stripper. 
Oh my god. <laughs> right, like uh, first some pasta and then three-way sex. Have I mentioned that I don't okay. like to be jostled when I'm full and the last thing is fu- I'm allowed to fucking do after having pasta is have That's fucking sex. Three-way sex, <laughs> fuck that, right? <laughs> the whole thing is sus. The whole thing. Yeah. Who falls for that? Right. So who has well, sex the tabloids. after pasta? Right. <laughs> tabloids they seized on it and I, as as would i were i a tabloid writer because that's like the best story <laughs> i've ever heard right um so they seized on it and then also the tobias Bur- tobias brothers got in on it because they're like what right they argued in court that philomena she shouldn't get shit um because of florida's slayer statute of course you know florida has all these fucked up statues but this one actually is a good one um where a surviving person who unlawfully or unintentionally kills or participates in the death is not entitled to any benefits so you know the brothers were like she doesn't get shit yeah. right all right so finally there was an investigation into all this nonsense that revealed that billy ash was not in fact a personal assistant but it was philomena's fucking psychic who he got pissed because Following um, Tobias's death, Philomena refused to give Billy any money. And so he used her personal information from their sessions to spin sort of this tale of pasta and three-way sex. Um, and authorities eventually ruled that, um, you know, Seth Tobias died of natural causes. Um, his wife was cleared and the estate case was quietly settled out of court. But, but here's the thing. Billy fucking Ash was not charged. I would be like, wait, what? Why do you, Why wasn't he at least charged with, claim, with filing a false report? Yeah. Yeah, at the very least. I live right by a light. Oh my god, there's two, three, three trucks. Oh, there's a big fire. I hope everybody's okay. All right, I have a couple more, so I'll go through them relatively quick. Rose Marks. So one of the oldest tricks in the psychic scam playbook is to offer to remove bad luck or reverse a curse. You and I have talked about this. Yes. Um, Rose Marks of Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Florida just creates, you know, crazies. Still, um, she was so good at it that she managed to con the best-selling novelist Jude Devereaux. Remember her? Does she sound familiar no. to you? Mm-mm. She's like a romance artist, but she's a romance oh. novelist from like the 70s or 80s. I don't know. Okay. I know Daniel Steele. So was yeah, she like yeah. from that? Daniel genre? Steele-ish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Anyway, um, she conned her out of millions of dollars over a 20-year period. Um, so Marx was the matriarch of a family of supposed psychics that were skewed, accused of scamming like hundreds of clients out of $40 million. I... How do you get away? I don't even understand. So basically, they would target people when they were most vulnerable. Um, for Devereaux, it began when she was going through a painful divorce. She started visiting, you know, Marks, and she kept coming back because she said she listened to me, and I've never had anybody to just listen to me. Um, so this is what Marks did. Isn't that sad? Yeah, that's sad. And she's a fucking best-selling novelist. How come people aren't listening to her? Like, I don't know. So you. <laughs> I know, right? They're, they are listening in different ways. So Marx yeah. told her, she said, listen, 
She said money is the root of all evil. And she convinced her to turn over millions in cash and property until she could remove the curse. But once she removes the curse, then I'll give it back to you. You'll get it all back, right? Well, she never gave it back. Um, mm. And so, um, you know, they, they, the bullshit is, is that the entire family, remember, it was an entire family of um, um, they were fortune tellers of, with, of Roma heritage. The um, oh, uh-huh. yeah, what the term gypsy um, is the politically Gypsies. uncorrect now, right? You know, yes. I think it's a cool mm-hmm. word, but uh, I'm not going to argue with the PC people because there's no way. Yeah. Um, anyway, she, they say, well, we never meant to defraud anybody. That's just a part of our Roma heritage. And, um, but the jury was like, you know, uh, 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 fuck around and find out. Mm -hmm. And so Mark's got a 10 year sentence at a federal prison in West Virginia. Oh, Mm -hmm. right. I don't feel 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. 10 year sentence. They really didn't. Many of them didn't really get much. It just, it's, I mean, I think now you it's don't different. get a lot for blue collar crimes that don't actually hurt someone. You know what I mean? Like don't yeah. cause any physical harm to someone. Mm-hmm. There's not ha- like, um, have you, have you watched, um, the, the Tinder swindler? I have not, but I've heard of it and I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Without spoiling it for you. He, does end up getting caught and he does very little jail time for what he did it, like yeah it, Isn't that it, we were watching it we we're just like mm, maybe i'll do that it was only like a few months <laughs> are you kidding me a few months and <laughs> he got no to incentive. keep all that money they didn't oh they, he paid like a fine but it wasn't like he had to give it all back no, <gasps> no. oh <laughs> I heard somebody say that there's the women are trying to get their money back and they're trying to get back at him or I something. Hope, I hope so. I really hope yeah. they do because but I don't know where they're going to get it. He just he spends it as quickly as he gets it. So. Priscilla Del, Del Maro. Um, she had a fortune teller storefront in Times Square. Um, and Neil Rice, he was a British internet entrepreneur. He was devastated by unrequited love. Okay, not mm. a girlfriend, unrequited love, devastated by her. And mm. so he was desperately seeking to unite with this woman that he met at a drug treatment facility. Oh. <laughs> and so he visited the psychic shop of Priscilla Kelly. And mm-hmm. she was like score and milked the situation for more than five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! Dude says I just got sucked in. <laughs> That's what he said. I just got sucked in. Um, this shit went on even after the woman in question died. You know, he meets her in a drug treatment facility. She ODs and dies, and he's she's he's still falling for the shit because now she's telling him, "I'm gonna reunite you with her reincarnated person." Oh no! Swear to God, and dude fucking fell for it. Um, so she's serving eight months in jail and was sentenced to four years probation after. Pleading guilty to grand larceny, eight months in jail and four years probation for five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And then did she have to give it back? I, it, I I don't know. They never say. Yeah, I don't think they do. I think that. Oh well, okay. I think it's probably uh, that's the criminal court side of it, and then I'm sure he probably fi- had to file a civil suit to actually get his money back or to something. get money back. 
All right. Okay. So this is the last one. And this one I know has to pay the money back. Um, but how far you're going to come okay. up with 15 mil is beyond me, but all right. Wow. Rachel Lee. And that's, this is local. This is a Portland, um, Oregon, P Portland bend, which is about three hours away. It's a local story. So there was lots oh. on it. It was just, there's no, I could go over the whole thing. It'd take, it'd take an hour, but it was so good. So I'm just highlighting it. So Ralph Rains Jr., um, he was a scammer's dream. He was a wealthy heir to an Oregon tree farm fortune. Mm -hmm. And he was very lovely. He was like childlike gullibility, just a very sweet man. In 2004, he visited um, the Bend, Oregon storefront of Rachel Lee, who claimed to be a world-renowned psychic. I think that was self-proclaimed. And so the dude was 57 years old. And when he confided that his biggest dream was to be married and have a family at 57, it was all this bitch needed to snake her way into the family fortune. So what she did was she recruited her 17 year old daughter, Portia, who convinced Ralph Raines Jr. that he had fathered her son. And the son's oh. name was Giorgio Armani. Giorgio motherfucking Armani. They just named their, she named her kid, Giorgio Armani. It was actually her sister's kid, but she's like, give me that kid. I'm going to tell this guy that he's, I swear to God, this family is garbage. Okay. It gets better. <laughs> and so, um, eventually the psychic Rachel Lee um, would eventually gain control of the Reigns family assets, including the hundred or the thousand acre tree farm. Over time, investigators said she grew the victim for the purpose of extracting money from him and then falsely claimed that she was actually providing for his, um, his dying dad. Right. Um, well, she mm. told, she told authorities that no, 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 I was, I was taking care of my husband, but how she got into the family was by telling her dad that she was going to take care of his dad. It, it's a big, it's a, it's a cluster. Okay. All right. Okay. So there was a really sophisticated level of deceit going on and she was able to convince mm -hmm. the victim to hand over all of her personal, all of his personal and business control of his financial accounts, everything. Let, let me handle yeah. everything. And so while she controlled his finances, um, she and her family lived in a multi-million dollar home in Portland's West Hills, which, I mean, I love Portland's West Hills. It is bougie and gorgeous up there. So this scam, girl, this scam went on for 10 years before what? authorities caught on. Yes, 10 huh. years. How they caught on was a Portland police detective. She lived out in the country and she would commute uh -huh. to work every day. And she noticed a Ferrari parked outside of the psychic shop. And she said, this is a little small farming community. So for a Ferrari to show up, it really stuck out. Yeah. Um, and so then, of course, you know, they started digging and digging and digging. And they finally figured it all out. Well, the Ferrari was Rachel Lee's actual boyfriend's Ferrari. So the bitch had a boyfriend oh. while she was, you know, it, it's, it's the craziest thing. All right. So long story short, at the time of Rachel Lee's arrest, the fortune that had been in excess of 15 million was diminished to just over $200,000 in the bank. Oh, wow. They ran through like 14.5 mil. Right. Wow. And she eventually pleaded guilty to conspiracy and is serving an eight year prison sentence. But I also know that she has to pay back that money. Uh, but so uh, 
so hold on. So was she more of like a psych, a scammer that claimed to be a psychic or also happened to be a psychic, but she was also a scammer? She, because it seems like the scam that she pulled with the family wasn't really psychic related or am I wrong? Did I, or did I miss something? I don't, it, I don't. No, you're correct. Okay. Because like I said, there's so much more to this and I just needed to break it down. So Uh, what she did with some of that money was she opened up a psychic shops. She opened up one here in Portland. She opened up one in Vancouver. She had the one in Bend and then there was one some other place. So she had like four psychic shops. So I don't know if she was working all of them. She was obviously hiring people to work in those psychic shops. But at the time of the arrest, she also had begun grooming three other men. Oh, yep. So she was like, you know, Ralph, he's got 200, you know, 2K, 200K in his account. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. it's time to move on. And she had right. three other guys, three other guys on the pipe or three other men. So, wow. so I think she was a scam artist who used a psychic shop as her, um, as her, what is it called? Like money laundering or whatever. Yeah. Okay. That was her. Yeah. That was her, her scam. Her scam scam. wasn't necessarily the psychic shop. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So those were just some fun stories that I wanted to throw in so that you knew what actual legit scamming psychics look like. Um, (laughs) They're not, they're not those that are, you know, have bad reviews or take time, a long time to answer questions or blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Very so good. There we go. Thank you. You are very welcome. Don't fall for the scammers. No, don't, don't. All right. Um, don't forget, you can find us on all the socials under Esoterics Podcast. And be sure to join our Facebook community, the Esoterics Community, to hear firsthand about our services, events, and courses, and as well as getting intuitive development tips, card pulls, free meditations, and a lot more. A lot more. Thank you for sharing space with us today. You guys stay mystical, magical, and ready to do it again next week. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye.